10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Click, listen, enjoy. Thank you for tuning in to TCN Talk Line Network Radio, America's number one Jewish program. The Talk Line Communications Network proudly presents its flagship program, Talk Line, America's number one Jewish program, the pulse beat of the Jewish community with Zeb Brenner. And now, your host, Zeb Brenner. And welcome to another edition of TalkLine. I'm Zev Brenner. Very pleased to be here with you on WOR 710 AM, which we are every Sunday night from 9 to 10 PM. But a reminder that we're on the radio during the week as well. Monday through Wednesday nights, we're on WSNR 620 AM. That's from 7 PM till 9 PM. Thursday nights, we're from 7 PM till 11 PM on that station. Saturday nights, World Jewish All Saturday nights on WSNR, starting at 9 p.m., going all the way till 4 a.m. And, of course, Sunday nights, we're glad to be here with you. When we're not on the radio, you can catch us 24 hours a day. We're available at TalkLineNetwork.com. That's TalkLineNetwork.com. Or a 24-hour day listen line, 641-741-0389. On your cell phones, Download the Jewish Radio app. We are part of that, part of Naki Radio, 24 hours a day. But you can catch us wherever you are, including cell phones, regular phones, you name it. We're with you. Tonight we have a very special broadcast. We're going to be speaking in just a few moments with Dr. Richard Roberts. He's a philanthropist. He's a mega donor to Republican and also the President Donald Trump. He was a senior political advisor to the President, top financial donor to him. He's active in the Jewish community, especially in Lakewood in so many different areas. And he's been fighting anti-Semitism in Jackson Township. He also specializes in dealing with COVID. So we'll talk to him about where do Trump supporters go from here? We'll also look at COVID. You'll have a chance to call in with your questions, your comments as well. We are America's only Jewish radio programs on regular broadcast radio on the Internet and digital platforms. We begin after these messages. If you have been suffering with fatigue, pain, gastrointestinal problems, anxiety, brain fog, weight gain, and have been to doctors who haven't found the answers, the Kelman Wellness Center can help. Best-selling medical author Dr. Raphael Kelman, a holistic medical doctor and internist, specializes in unexplained complex health issues. Dr. Kelman finds the root cause of your illness. Through advanced testing methods and a combination of traditional and holistic healing methods, he has helped thousands of people, and he can help you too. Call the Kelman Wellness Center at 833-MD-HELP-ME for more information about how Dr. Kelman can help you feel your best. That's 833-MD-HELP-ME. Learn more about the Kelman Wellness Center at kelmancenter.com. Call now for your free 10-minute consultation. That number again, 833-MD-HELP-ME. That's 833-MD-HELP-ME. Time to squeeze the profits. If you're a business owner, this is for you. It is your birthright to not just survive, but thrive in this and any economic environment through barter. 
Join thousands of savvy businesses. Visit barterjuice.com to unlock the secret of how the power of barter can help you get dental, legal, jewelry, web, vacations, furniture, and hundreds of thousands of products and services without paying cash. Learn how barter can transform your business and your life. New book, Barter Juice. You can download the free ebook or audiobook. Barter Juice is now also available in Hebrew and Yiddish. Barterjuice.com. COVID 19 cases are on the rise in our community. To help prevent the spread of COVID 19, stay home and only leave for essentials if you are sick. When you go out, practice physical distancing, wear a face covering. Wash your hands often with soap and water. Avoid large indoor gatherings of people. Get tested. You will not be fined for testing positive. For more information or to find the testing site, call 311. Have you been worried that your child's college preparation is suffering due to the pandemic? Online learning can be especially difficult for students preparing for the SAT and ACT as these tests present unique challenges. Luckily, Beyond the Test Tutoring and College Prep is here to help your child succeed. While many educators have struggled adapting to online learning, our educators have been tutoring online since 2013 and have mastered an effective and enriching program to help students succeed by teaching them the best strategies and tips for taking the test. Beyond the Test's approach is tried and true and has resulted in 100% five-star reviews for our program. Our incredible program is taught by the owners to provide your child the very best our company has to offer. We know these uncertain times have been difficult for everyone. However, Beyond the Test Tutoring and College Prep is fully prepared to help your child with any and all needs to make sure they do their very best on these exams. For personal services, please call 856-240-0728 or visit us online at beyondthetest.com. Talkline Radio and TV with Zeb Brenner is just phenomenal. Everybody concerned about the Jewish community should listen and watch. He has the best guests. He asks the most interesting questions. He's always so well prepared. It's talk radio and television from a Jewish point of view at its very best. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. Very pleased to have with us. It's been a while. Dr. Richard Roberts He's a doctor of internal medicine, doctor of biophysics. Uh, he is a senior political advisor, top financial donor to President Donald J. Trump. Has given millions of dollars to Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Very active philanthropist in the Jewish community. He's been fighting anti-Semitism in Jackson Township. And he grew up non-observing, became observant. And he took a company, pharmaceutical company, that was underperforming and in 24 years able to sell for $800 million. So, Dr. Richard Roberts, thank you for joining us on the broadcast. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me, Seth. Thank you. So I want, before I get to politics, I know you were the last person, the last person, civilian to be with the president before he got COVID, and you're close to him, and you've been in the White House, and he's come to your house. But before we get to that, I'm curious to know, you grew up non-observant, so what was that like, and how did you end up being religious, and where you're now a major fixture in the Jewish community, especially in Lakewood, New Jersey? Yeah, well, it's a long story, but um, yeah, I grew up as a uh, reformed Jew, which means, um, you know, this, I think my kids are not listening right now, so I can say this. I, you know, I did every, I did everything that a secular Jew would do. And I was, you know, in, uh, you know, for young Kipper, you know, you get up in the morning on Kipper morning, you take a shower, you get in the car, you go there, you know, to the synagogue at some point for like an hour and a half. And it's, it's drudgery. It does, he has no connection to anything that's being said. It's, 
Um, you know, there's all kinds of secular lifestyle going on. So, um, but I was not, I was successful myself in the secular world. Um, and when I was at uh, Penn, University of Pennsylvania, uh, doing my MD, PhD, um, I really was, you know, thinking and searching that, that if, if, if the world is really just the physical world that we see it, then, you know, whether something is pleasurable or not, uh, it's just a matter of neurons in your brain being stimulated, but there's no ultimate meaning to it. And once you're dead and gone, it doesn't matter that you ever lived. So that doesn't mean there's a God, but it just means that um, if there is not a God, you know, we're, we're kind of in trouble because they're really, in a sense, no better than squirrels. Or, you know, it's just, it's, you, can, you can try to keep yourself self-importance, but it doesn't really matter. But, so I was, I was wondering and I was searching and I was learning. Um, and as a Reformed Jew growing up, you know, I thought I knew what Judaism was. But the fact is, um, I didn't know the very basics. Um, when a rabbi, so, I, uh, so what happened was when I was 27 years old, and I was working on my PhD in, in, in biophysics. Um, I was living in, in, in um, Center City, Philadelphia, and I went into a phone booth. With, you know, people who are old enough and of your listeners to remember what phone booths were. And there was a sticker that said, if you want to learn more about Judaism, call this number. So I figured, I'm Jewish, I'll give a call. <clears throat> so the guy who answered on the other side, it, it had been a hippie in the 1960s and then became an Orthodox Jew, an Orthodox Jewish rabbi. He got his ordination at Smikha from YU. His name is Michael Stoback. And for about three years, I learned with him uh, general questions about, you know, and challenges I would challenge all the time. And one of the, one of the things that impressed me the most about him was his intellectual integrity. So remember, I've been in an Ivy League institution. I was actually at Penn for 12 years. So I was there as an undergrad also. But, um, you know, this kind of intellectual um, integrity, authenticity is not what, what I saw. Um, I saw people stuck in dogma. Um, and um, I was really very impressed by it. So... Um, Make a long story short, I then and he's, I ended up doing inside learning uh, with a rabbi in the Philadelphia Yeshiva, Rabbi Yitzhak Perman. And there's a rabbi, Menachem Zupnik from Passaic. At that time, he was in Philadelphia. And he um, had a, uh, he would teach classes at 10, uh, you know, Jewish classes out of the hill all at night. And he had prevailed on me to, he had prevailed on Rabbi Perman to learn with me. And apparently, Rabbi Perman said, he said, like, what, what, what do you mean I, I can't learn with him? He's from the secular world. I he'll ask me questions. I don't know anything about that. I'm, I'm, a, you know, I've been a, and you know, an Orthodox Jew my whole life, and, and for the generation. So, apparently, Menachem Zepnik just said, please, just learn with him. So I went with Rabbi Perman for you know one, uh, one, one or two days a week. He's usually one day a week in his home. Um, and uh, to make a long story short, yeah, I ended up becoming. Uh, it's a little long story, but I, I then went to Harvard where I, I did my internship in internal medicine at the Brigham and Women's Hospital. And then when I came back, uh, for the first time in 13 years, I had a break. You have to understand, the first 48 months, the first four years of the MD, PhD program, I never took off more than one day in a week. And usually I worked seven days a week and day and night, day and night. So um, 
Menachem Zucknick was asking me to go to a camp in Moody's, Connecticut, run by a, a, a Rabbi Rosenberg, who was, a, was a, he's, you know, Nifter now, but he was Rosh Hashiva, Mahom Shlomo. And after being there for four days, he, um, I, I decided that, that, um, that, that I don't know if God really exists or not. But if there, if there is no God, and I lead a religious Jewish lifestyle, then I will have lost out on some um, you know, physical pleasures, or at least that's what I thought. But if there is a God, and I decide to lead a secular lifestyle, then I have um, made the absolute wrong decision on the most fundamental existential question that there is. So that's when I started keeping Shabbos and learning more. And uh, long story, but yes, here I am living in Lakewood. Uh, thank God, married, six children. And uh, yeah, I've since you know, been able to be successful in business and made a few bucks and uh, been able to you know, give some charity and hopefully you know, do, do things for the community. You do a lot and of Not just the Jewish community. No, in general, what you give to Republican candidates is over. You've helped a lot of candidates. You've helped the president. You've given millions of dollars to the Republican Party, which is not a Jewish cause. It's an American cause for what you believe in. But before I get to the politics, just curious, growing up religious-wise, did you have a bar mitzvah? Did you keep Shabbos? What, how did you observe any of Judaism growing up as a Reformed Jew? Okay, so Shabbos did not exist for us. Um, it didn't exist. As a matter of fact, when I first met Rabbi Stoback, I was 27 years old. He told me about the 613 mitzvahs. And I said, look, I never heard of these things, but you can make up 613 mitzvahs and you can say that that's Judaism. But I say it's not. Your opinion is no different, no better or worse than mine. So that, that, if that's, you know, for those who are maybe not Jewish, they won't, may not get it. But for an Orthodox Jew, that's absolutely shocking. Um, I could translate it into an example for, for you know, Christian people who were listening to, to help them understand it. But yeah, that, that came from absolutely, uh, virtually nothing. And then you say your life was transformed, but once you became observant and you kept the commandments, the 613 missiles, which are commandments that an Orthodox Jew was instructed to keep, you felt your life had more meaning. Did you find that your success in business grew once you became more observant? Well, so first of all, I didn't become an Orthodox Jew so that my life would have more meaning. Um, I did it because, as I thought through it logically, it was the right thing to do. As a matter of fact, for the first year that I was keeping the Sabbath, I didn't even know that people go to other people's homes for the Sabbath. Um, so I would spend from Friday afternoon until Saturday night sitting home alone in a little apartment where there were no Orthodox Jews around and, you know, doing my best. But I also want to say, which I, I know that you know very well, um, the 613 commandments, it's not like some other religion where you have this, like, revelation, and all of a sudden you're religious. Well, that's, we don't believe that at all, and that's not what, how it works. The 613 commandments are, um, are, are laws that each one of which has hundreds of sub-laws underneath them to try to perfect yourself and perfect how you serve God and perfect how you, how you serve and, and, and treat uh, and are sensitive to other people. So it's a matter of always working, and every Orthodox Jew is always working on trying to improve their um, ability to execute, execute upon those commandments. So, and nobody can say that they've done it perfectly, and, and 
if you stumble, you get up and you just improve next time. Exactly. The Bible is full of the greatest that have stumbled themselves up and do it. And as long as you try, Judaism says everybody has a chance, no matter where you are and what position you are and how bad you've been, there's always tomorrow, there's always a new opportunity. And that's the beauty of Judaism. And and I think you found that, you know, going through and becoming observant through uh, your experiences that you've had. And you've been... I just want to say one thing, that if there's anybody listening who is not Jewish, you should know that whereas there are many religions that believe, if you don't believe their religion, you know, you're going to go burn in, you know, in the lower world, whatever. In, in purgatory. Um, Judaism, yeah, right, well, <laughs> worse than that. But, um, uh, you know, I just don't know if I'm allowed to say it on the air. So, um, yeah, but Judaism does not believe that at all. Someone can be not, does not have to be, if they're not Jewish, the Jewish laws do not apply to them. They don't have to keep any Jewish laws. They just have to keep the, the, some basic laws of like of Noah, from like Noah's Ark, um, of you know not committing murder and and having a system of laws and justice and and believing, believing in God, uh, not having idolatry. Just a few things, and then they're good. So we're not um, the the laws are for Jew. The, the Jewish laws are for Jews to work on. It's not for other people to. Uh, we don't condemn anybody else or look down anybody else who's not Jewish. That's they don't. It's, in a sense, the laws are a burden to us, a happy burden, a burden that we have to accept. But it is, it is a burden. You know, if you're you're hungry, and the food around is not kosher, so you go hungry. Um, you know, if uh, when I was in the company, if um, a woman wanted to, an employee wanted to meet with me. In my office, um, that was fine, but the door was always propped up with a trash can so people could see in. Or if the door had to be closed, there would be another person in the office with us. Um, and as a matter of fact, that's just one of these Jewish laws. It's called Yichud, which um, when I first joined the company, the place was, was a wreck. And there were many gender discrimination lawsuits. And then when I joined and when I eventually be, soon became a president and CEO, um, then what happened was, when people saw that I wouldn't shake a woman's hand, I wouldn't touch a woman outside of my, you know, my wife and children, or, you know, my family, but I wouldn't touch another woman. Um, I wouldn't be in a room alone with a woman. Uh, people would say off-color jokes to me. I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't respond. I would go on with the conversation as though I didn't hear the joke. And don't you know, all of us, I mean, all of a sudden, over every the next couple of months, all of those gender discrimination uh, allegations. They all there, there were no new ones. They all stopped. So you can set an example. Um, or, you know, as an Orthodox Jew, by following the Jewish laws and and uh, not hitting people over the head with it, but just doing what you're supposed to do. And and you know, thank leading, God, it leading, can have leading, a good leading, by people. leading by example. By the way, Vice President Mike Pence also adheres that rule of not being alone with anybody other than his wife, a woman other than his wife. And he was ridiculed in the media, but he's also a man of principles. A lot of fundamentalist Christians have similar kinds of values, which are important. We need values in our society, which helps us grow and think about other people, not just about ourselves, and look at the global picture. Our guest is Dr. Richard Roberts. He's a doctor of internal medicine, doctor of biophysics. He's a specialist in many things. Uh, he also took a company that was not doing well and made it to an $800 million company, which he sold it for. He's a philanthropist. He's a major mega donor 
to the Trump campaign, to Republican candidates. When we come back, we'll talk a little politics. We'll talk a little COVID. We'll also take some of your phone calls at 212-769-1925. 212-769-1925. Email is a wonderful way to get to us as well. Zevbrenner at gmail.com. Zevbrenner at gmail.com. I just want to mention that you should support local businesses in the community, kosher restaurants, stores, small businesses need people to go in, especially during these times. I happened at UN Plaza Grill Restaurant on First Avenue, 47th Street, opposite United Nations. They lowered the prices for the Glock Kosher meals. It's a wonderful ambiance. The food was out of this world. And uh, we sat outdoors. I like eating outdoors. I don't like eating indoors. They had a beautiful garden, wonderful, wonderful place. And I just want to recommend that uh, you went Plaza Grill on the east side of Manhattan. We're going to be right back. Are you unhappy with your old and unnatural-looking dentures? Do you want to replace your missing teeth with implants that feel strong and healthy? If so, then you should schedule an appointment with Dr. Tomechi. Dr. Tomechi is at the forefront of dental implantology and has been a faculty member of the NYU Department of Periodontics and Implantology for over 14 years. He's the founder of Dental Implant Surgical Seminar, or DISS. This is an implant training school for doctors learning implant treatments on live patients while providing free care to underprivileged communities. With Dr. Tomechi's use of computer-guided implant placement and 3D imaging, the exact placement of teeth is achieved even before being placed into the patient. Services range from the most difficult cases, such as full mouth implants, sinus lifts, and major bone grafting, to a simple, single implant. Sedation services are also available upon request. Come in for your complimentary consult at Dr. Mechie's state-of-the-art office in Astoria, Queens, and obtain the beautiful smile you've always wanted and at a reasonable price. Call today at 718-956-7800. Once again, 718-956-7800 or visit drterchi.com for more information. Don't blow a fuse because you're having trouble making a connection with an electrician. Hershey Fromowitz and his licensed crew at Safety Electric take pride in responding quickly and safely to all your electrical needs. Whether large or small, private or commercial, Safety Electric is here to service you at prices that are affordable, especially during these trying times. They do new meters, remove violations, new wiring, and camera systems, as well as renovations and 220-volt wiring. Safety Electric is light years ahead of the competition, so for quality work, reasonable prices, and your satisfaction guaranteed, please call 347-645-4321 for a free quote and take charge of all your electrical needs. That's 347-645-4321. Did you ever consider hosting your own radio or television show? We can help you get on the air. Talkline Communications works with broadcasters as well as with TV and radio stations in New York and nationwide that lease time, all at competitive rates. We work with doctors, lawyers, and other professionals, as well as with ethnic broadcasters. For more information about hosting your own radio or TV show, please call 212-769-1925, And out of New York, call 1-866-MY-TV-SHOW. That's 1-866-MY-TV-SHOW. I've gotten really lax at handling my taxes. I was doing just fine, got 1099. Now I'm in a panic, because with all of these earnings, I may need an attorney. For the IRS comes and it won't be fun when they audit my return. So I pay 
Welcome back to the program, Mom. Zev Brenner, our guest, Dr. Richard Roberts, mega donor to President Trump, the Republican Party, philanthropist based out of Lakewood, New Jersey, very active in the Jewish community, helps so many different institutions, and also is fighting anti-Semitism in Jackson Township. So you were the last civilian to see the president before he got COVID. Um, so tell us about your relationship with the president, and do you think that the election is being stolen from him, as he claims? Well, okay, uh, boy, a lot there. So just briefly, so yes, I was um, a group, uh, one of a group of, um, uh, I think it was 16 people who were large donors that met with the president at his, country, at his uh, golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey, on a Thursday afternoon. And then <clears throat> that night, at around 10 o'clock at night, I made a video for the, um, the it's called the liquidscoop.com. It's the Orthodox Jewish website for the Lakewood, New Jersey, Orthodox Jewish community. A video about the meeting with the president and what he said and the things I said to him and, and whatever. Fine. So, so, so I go to bed Thursday night. And apparently <laughs> Thursday night, meaning like around midnight or one in the morning, the president tweeted out that he's diagnosed with COVID. And then uh, Friday morning early, uh, the, the, the Lakewood Scoop uh, posted my video. So I woke up. My phone was exploding. It was exploding with your calls from for interviews, uh, um, CNBC, Wall Street Journal, uh, The Patch, NewJersey.com. Uh, I mean, um, Inside Edition. It was just like Asbury Park Press, and, and it was insane because uh, our festival of circus was starting that night. So I was on the phone or, or video giving interviews up until um, uh, about 10 minutes before I had to light candles. Uh, and they kept trying, a different, most people kept trying to push me to say, you know, that uh, I'm like, so, so then it apparently, apparently was rumored that the president had already known that he had COVID when he met with us. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but they kept pushing me to say, you know, like they say things like, are you angry at the president? Um, and, you know, and I said, no, I'm not angry at him. They said, well, are you afraid? Are you fearful? So, yeah, so they want me to say, sure. They want me to say, yeah, I'm very concerned. I might have gotten, you know, COVID. And then they want to say, oh, President Trump, the super spreader, uh, gave, uh, might have given COVID. So I said, no, I'm not. I'm not fearful. I said, um, and, you and, know, and you we do, believe and you, that. And you didn't get COVID, right? Well, um <laughs> So now I'll tell you the, a secret. Okay. I told everybody I was fine. <laughs> I, I told everybody I was fine. Um, and I did, I did get some symptoms of bronchitis, um, plus a headache that lasted for about seven days. Um, but my, I, my, I said asthma, and I do get bronchitis from time to time. And now my cough was a wet cough, meaning a productive cough, not a dry cough, which is COVID. 
Um, I did not have aches and pains in my muscles, which would be COVID. I did not lose my sense of smell, which would be COVID. Um, but I had the headache, which could be COVID. So anyway, this last Thursday, meaning a few days ago, I got a blood test for uh, COVID antibodies. I specifically did not go get tested for the virus at the time because Governor Murphy, you know, Democrat governor in the state of New Jersey, was saying that he's going to, he says publicly he's going to refer to the New Jersey Attorney General's office, um, you know, this, this situation for investigation to see if laws were broken on, you know, on, on not spreading it. So even though we have HIPAA laws, I could just imagine that maybe because, you know, when politics are going on, as you can see, dirty things can happen, that maybe they would have had my name pegged, you know, that, that if my results come out positive for COVID, they would, uh, they would, they would flag me and then it would, get, it would come down on President Trump right before the election. So I held off, but I, I did get my blood test for antibodies on Thursday. I don't have the results yet. I'll probably the next couple of days because I can talk about it now. So this point doesn't make a difference, but um, I was in quarantine for six months before that. And I've still been in quarantine since then. So there isn't anything I need to do differently. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, the, the day th that Friday and then the day after the first two days of our holiday ended and I could be back online. It was just interviews, interviews, and, and they're trying to throw curveballs at me. And I simply wouldn't say anything bad about the president. Now, obviously, you're disappointed at the election results. Do you think that he has any path to be state president, or you're looking to see what? where do you go from here? So I wouldn't say I'm disappointed about the results because there are no results yet. There's no result yet. In other words, well, there's only— they're projecting only, that Joe uh, Biden is going to be the president, the presumptive presidential-elect. That's how uh, they, they perceive him. You know, so when I—I I, I sold the company, what, in— 2012. That's when I was about 55, 56 years old. Um, since then, I've been trying to figure figure out what I'll do with my life when I grow up. Uh, but in the meantime, I actually started my own YouTube channel, and I did, I did a you know I did a, a video on this um, on the Biden Trump uh, controversy. Now I, I get involved in things where I think I can make a difference. I don't do videos just to give my opinion or just to state what everybody has heard before. So what I said was. Um, you know, don't bother getting upset at this point. It won't make a difference. The only thing that's going to make a difference is what, a, what, what the Trump team can put together legally to put before a court of law. And, you know, you can say, well, I found, you know, I saw a video and uh, there's, you know, 500,000 votes for Trump that were dumped in a men's room somewhere. You know, OK, do you want to if it's entertainment for you, if it's like a, you know, like a sports game, you fine. Don't get upset over it because it doesn't make a difference. It's going to be it's going to be what the courts decide, what evidence the courts will 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 accept, of what legal theories are going to be are being made. I don't know what those legal theories are. I'm not a part of that. Um, and then ultimately, if Trump wins uh, on the legal arguments, then what will the remedies be? Um, and then one could play out, you know, game out all these different possibilities. I mean, maybe the remedies are that the votes in certain states are thrown out. And then, and then but neither Trump nor Biden have the majority, then it goes to the Congress where Trump would win. Um, if anybody doesn't know about that, it, it, when it goes to Congress for a vote for who's the president, um, it's not, it's, each state only gets one vote. So I'm going to make up numbers now. If California has to make up a number, 70 Democrat congressmen and two Republicans, so that's one vote for Biden. 
So if you do that, there are 26 states that have majorities of Republican congressmen, so congressmen, congresspeople, so Trump would win. So, uh, you know, and actually there's no decision made by, I think, January 20th, uh, you know, who becomes president, the Speaker of the House. That's so close. it could be Nancy Pelosi. Right, except the new, con- the new Congress has to vote on the uh, Speaker. So, uh, you know, it's, it'll probably it's, be her, but who knows? But in all likelihood, it does seem that Joe Biden is going to be the president. In fact, there was even some hints today from the president. The New York Post, you probably saw, reported that the president uh, knows that uh, that the, the Biden won. Then he backtracked. But uh, the question, though, is, is he going to concede or not concede? But the numbers don't seem to add up, and he's had some losses in the courts, even though Alan Dershowitz on this program last week said he can technically win maybe Pennsylvania in the courts. But it doesn't seem to be going his way. So if he doesn't prevail, what happens next? If, if I'm, well, I, I mean, if you mean if... Even if, if Joe Biden becomes president, right. In other words, what's going to be your you get the game plan for yourself and Republicans? Uh, even the Republicans did a little bit better <clears throat> in New York. They picked up uh, a congressional seat. They picked up some seats in Long Island. They may do better. They did better in other parts of the country. So you'll have a divided government, which uh, may be good because one party shouldn't control everything, whether it's Democrats or Republicans. Uh, Yes. Um, right. It, it, yes. It, I mean, if we can have a, you know, a, a Republican Senate, it can act as somewhat of a buffer. But presidents also have uh, a lot of latitude. There are a lot of things that fall within the executive branch, um, such as foreign policy and many other things they can do by executive orders. And uh, so, I mean, like like Biden, Biden says one of the first things they're going to do is to reenter the Iran nuclear deal. Um, and, you know, so. President Trump now has Iran down and out. Iran is really broke. They've had they've had um, riots in cities all over Iran going on for, for several months. Um, Iran cannot afford to fund uh, their terrorist activities and terrorist groups such as you know Hezbollah uh, in uh, in Lebanon or Hamas in Gaza or or and others around the world. Uh, so. You know, so yeah, Joe Biden or his team could do great damage. But I can certainly tell you that if Joe Biden does turn out to be president, I think most Republicans are going to Republicans are going to pray for his health because we don't want the next one in line. So that would be really bad. Doctor Richard Roberts is our guest. We're looking at what happens now. Yeah, the Trump presidency certainly is at a crossroad. Now, you are fighting anti-Semitism in Jackson Township, New Jersey. You went to the White House to get their help. Was the administration helpful to you in fighting the discrimination against Orthodox Jews <laughs> that taking place in Jackson Township? So what happened in Jackson, as Orthodox Jews have started to move into Jackson Township, um, and what, what was revealed through litigation uh, was that Jackson Township on their own township email system? There were emails there that they were that Jackson Township was conducting surveillance on Orthodox Jews praying in their homes, um, and and Jackson Township um, employees found out when the Sabbath comes at sundown on Friday afternoons, and they at one point they staked out three blo- three separate blocks, uh, three three block neighborhood in Jackson. And their emails, they talk about 
um, you know, the men wearing the garb, meaning, you know, black hats and white shirts and carrying Bibles. Um, they went onto, onto somebody's lawn and they looked in, in the windows to see if the men inside were praying or not. See, because if, if we were in there watching a football game or getting drunk or watching pornography, that would have been okay by Jackson Township. But if we were praying, then they, 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 would, they claimed that we have an illegal house of worship. But you know, we, as Orthodox Jews, we pray three times a day. So we, you know, we can get to, and we need to have 10 men together uh, to pray unless it absolutely can't. Um, so we can end up praying in, a, in an office building. Um, we can pray in, the, you know, in a parking lot. Uh, wherever you are, you, you, you pray. Families get together. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty horrendous. So I, I did start a major multimedia campaign. Uh, we did uh, um, commercials on cable, new, cable news stations in this area. We had a social media campaign going and uh, just exposing uh, the, the incredible discrimination that was going on, the harassment of Orthodox Jews. There also, by the way, Jackson PS laws. Um, uh, which made it uh, new laws, which made it um, basically impossible to open up the synagogue there. Um, they, they, there's a Jewish school bought land. They changed the laws to block the school from being built. So they, they were doing this clear anti-Semitism. So actually, with the Bedminster, Bedminster event that I just told you about, I had been in quarantine for six months. I don't go. I don't. I don't leave my property. Um, but I decided to go to this because. Number one, I found that the Secret Service was going to be COVID-19 testing everyone who was going to be in that building. So I felt that, that you know, with the Secret Service being dedicated to the point where they would they'll step in front of a, a gun and take a bullet to save the president, they would certainly have the top-of-the-line, cutting-edge cutting edge COVID-19 uh, tests to make sure that everyone there did not have COVID-19 so and and I really so I went there because I wanted to say to the president, and which I did. I said that I want to thank him for his Department of Justice uh, um, uh, filing a lawsuit for religious uh, discrimination uh, against Jackson Township. And the president said, "I like that." Um, and so, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what happened to Ben Mister. That was the so anyway. Now that the, now that the Department of Justice has filed lawsuit, they are the you know, the 800-pound gorilla. They are the real forces. If DOG, if DOJ is after you, you're in a lot of trouble. You think that will um, survive unfortunately, a, you think that'll survive a Biden administration? Will that continue, <laughs> in your opinion, if, uh, if things move the way they, they look like they're moving? I have no idea. I mean, I would think so, but I have no knowledge of it. Dr. Richard Roberts, he's a philanthropist. He is a mega donor to the Trump campaign, to the Republican Party, very much involved in all aspects of the Jewish community. When we come back our final stretch, we will open up our phone lines, 212-769-1925, 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. If you want to send us an email, zevbrenner at gmail.com. That's zevbrenner at gmail.com. A reminder that we're 
Talk Line Network, 24 hours a day. We have a 24-hour day listen line, 641-741-0389. And we're on WSNR 620 on the AM dial, Monday through Wednesday from 7 p.m. till 9 p.m., Thursday nights from 7 p.m. till 11 p.m., Saturday nights from 9 p.m. till 4 a.m. The rest of the time, TalkLineNetwork.com. On your cell phone, download the Jewish Radio app. We're part of that, part of Naki Radio. We're going to be right back. Don't go away. Stay tuned if you want to chime in about the president. We'll look at COVID when we come back as well. 212-769-1925, extension 100. USA Corp. is one of the nation's leading business filing companies with a BBB rating of A+, the Better Business Bureau's highest score. Our mission is to keep it easy and simple while we deal with the complexities of dealing with government bureaucracies. We file corporations, LLCs, LLPs, LPs, sole proprietorship, and partnerships in all 50 states. Even if you are already an established LLC in the state of New York, we are experts in getting you in full compliance with the LLC publishing law. Want to protect your company's name, business tag, logo, or slogan with a trademark or copyright registration? Need to patent an invention or a team is on standby to get it done quickly. We also offer corporate kits, registered agent services, DBA assumed names, amendments, and changes, certified copies, certificates of good standing, and all your other business filing needs. Call USA Corp. today at toll-free 844-USA-CORP. That's 844-USA-CORP, or visit us online at usacorpinc.com. That's usacorpinc.com. USA Corp. is your one stop for all your business filing needs, doing it smart right from the start. Time to squeeze the profits. If you're a business owner, this is for you. It is your birthright to not just survive, but thrive in this and any economic environment through barter. Join thousands of savvy businesses. Visit barterjuice.com to unlock the secret of how the power of barter can help you get dental, legal, jewelry, web, vacations, furniture, and hundreds of thousands of products and services without paying cash. Learn how barter can transform your business and your life. New book, Barter Juice. You can download the free ebook or audiobook. Barter Juice is now also available in Hebrew and Yiddish. Barterjuice.com. I've gotten really lax at handling my taxes. I was doing just fine, got 1099. Now I'm in a panic. Cause with all of these earnings, I may need an attorney. Before the IRS comes and it won't be fun when they audit my return. So I picked up the phone. Today, 212-302-9400. We're speaking with David from Sukkot Depot Distributors. David, good to have you back again. Hi, Zev. How are you? Hope all is well. Zev, I got to tell you, you know, I do a lot of marketing, you know, throughout the past few weeks with uh, the Sukkot business, dealing with you advertising on the radio and the social media blast, the email blast. I never, ever see such amazing 
uh, responses like I'm getting. I mean, instantaneously, you run me a blast, that phone doesn't stop ringing. I get the orders, fantastic, great customers, and I really appreciate the effort that you put into this. I mean, the amount of calls that I get and responses, just outstanding. So I really would like to thank you again, Zev. Uh, you know, dealing with your company has been really a pleasure and very fruitful for me. Thank you. Thank you and continued success. We really appreciate it, Zev. Wishing you uh, all the best in all you do. Thank you. And my message to the public is, I urge you all, if you're looking to really promote your business and to get the phone ringing, get the email orders in, use TalkLine Communications. It's the company that speaks for itself. The results are instantaneous. To advertise on the TalkLine network and TalkLine's email and social media blasts reaching over 70,000 people, please call 212-769-1925, extension 100. That's 212-769-1925, extension 100. Or email info at talklinenetwork.com. Welcome back to the program, Mom. Zev Brenner, our final segment with our distinguished guest, Dr. Richard Roberts, doctor of internal medicine, doctor of biophysics. He took a pharmaceutical company that was failing and made it, sold it for over $800 million. He's a major philanthropist. He's a mega donor to the Trump campaign, to the Republican Party. And we'll, take, we'll squeeze in a couple of your phone calls at 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925. You want to email us at zevbrenner at gmail.com, zevbrenner at gmail.com. Let's go to Forest Hills. Stan in Forest Hills, your question for our guest. Thank guests. you very much. Thank you so much. That's a two-part question. Uh, doctor, uh, what type of pharmaceutical company did you have? Um, when I joined, it was a generic pharmaceutical distributor with a, a tiny, tiny amount of, of uh, manufacturing. At, um, at our peak, as a generic company, we were manufacturing about 2.2 billion tablets and capsules a year. But then um, we transitioned into a pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical technology and branded pharma product. And we actually got several uh, you know, new drugs approved, but they were... That's complicated. It's called 505B2s. That's what we did, yes. Okay. Uh, The second part is, let me ask you a question. You met with Mr. Trump. Was you wearing a mask at the time, and was he wearing a mask when you met with him that day? So, um... It's a yes or no question, Hold on, hold on, on, Stanley. Yes or no question. Stan, Stan, I'm conducting the show. Let him respond. He's going to answer your question. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. Don't be so impatient. Go ahead. I'm not. Okay. What, what I had said earlier was we were all COVID-19 tested in our, in our cars. We weren't allowed to leave our cars until each of us had a COVID-19 test done on the spot by the Secret Service that came back negative. did not have to wear masks because we were all negative. But the, the, president, the president turned up with was, the virus. Is that correct? You said then the president had the virus. I mean, the logic is why didn't you wear a mask anyway? We didn't have to if you were if you got the test. The assumption was that you assumed everybody, including the president, had the test, right, the doctor? Right, 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 right. Exactly, Seth. And as a matter of fact, um, I don't have any evidence that he knew at the time that he was um, a COVID positive. There was a lot of controversy about that, but the test they did was just a little, a couple little swirls right around uh, the nasal opening. It was yeah, I not know the that. one where they. How many other so people? How many other people 
at that event have the virus or that you know have got the virus? As far as I know, none. Only, only him. How, is that right? Just him. Well, he didn't get the virus there. Wherever he got it, he got it. But um, whether he was. Right. Right. But he was socially distanced from us. As a matter of fact, um, I got a, we got a picture. Each of us got an individual picture with him. And they had us socially distanced from him for the picture. And then they said they're going to Photoshop us together later. Did they send it to you? Are you still waiting for it? Yes. Okay. I got it. Do you wear a mask now, sir? He's quarantined, as he told. But go ahead. Well, he's quarantined. Right. He's quarantined. Interesting. Yeah, I've been in okay. I've been isolation. I've been quarantined because I have some I have some risk factors. All right. Sam, thanks for your phone call. Were you a lawyer in your previous lifetime? Are you talking to me or to him? To you. To you. I think questions should be asked of anybody, no even problem. him and me. So then, I have no problem, I have asking, no problem questions. asking questions. Whether asking. I'm a lawyer or not a lawyer, that's the point. <laughs> that's, that's no question. You can ask, <laughs> ask as many questions as you like. We have no Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. As always, it's a pleasure. That your show's still the greatest. Thank uh, you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, we have a few moments left. I just want you to put on the COVID hat because I know you you've done a video about that. So you've seen the numbers going up. What's your perception from a medical perspective about the, all the COVID <clears throat> information that's coming out now? I'm, I'm glad you asked me because I, yeah, I just did a video today that I put on my, my YouTube channel. Um, I, I'm going to go right to the point of the, a few things that I think are not being said. Um, they're, they're talking. You hear that the number of people testing positive for COVID now has hit a crisis level, 157,000 in one day, which far, far, far exceeds what we had during, you know, the March-April uh, catastrophe. Um, that has no meaning whatsoever. Uh, because you were testing many more people, you just don't know what that means. But what you need to look at is how many people are getting sick. And if you look at the graph of hospitalizations, people are in the hospital, were in the hospital or now in the hospital for COVID, you can see that now with this wave, it has hit uh, the highest level that it had before, before, and it's still inclined steeply upward. So that's that's really really bad. This uh, second thing is, <clears throat> you'll hear the statistics about how many people uh, died versus how many you know recovered. And um, what I say on my video is, I say I'm going to tell you the, the the number that people really need to know, though it's not available. I'll say it in medical terms. It's how many people are really messed up. Um, there are so many people that are left with long-term disabilities, injuries from COVID, everything from, you know, shortness of breath to headaches to aches all over their body. Um, and um, and, and my, what I'm really concerned about is th- there's no one in this world that has more than one year experience with this virus, except maybe the people that work at the Wuhan, Wuhan Institute of Virology. So we don't know what the three, five, and 10-year um, uh, prognosis is because this virus infects not only the um, cells of the lung, but also the, the they're like skin cells that line the blood vessels and cause inflammation. Um, we don't know how long that inflammation lasts. And the inflammation of the blood vessels is what leads to heart attack, stroke, and, and also increases risk of many other diseases. So we really don't know if five years from now, you're going to start to see a lot of heart attacks and, and strokes in people that statistically shouldn't have them for another 20, 30 years. So what I want to say to people is, um, even if you've not had this virus, even if you're young and viable and you're not overweight, uh, you really, really should try to avoid it. 
especially now that we're going around the turn towards the finish line with vaccines coming. You should really now, I know there's COVID fatigue, people are exhausted, but you should make this final push and, and try to protect yourself and not get the virus. And you're in the forefront in Lakewood of getting people to make sure they social distance and wash their hands and wear masks. I know that you're big into also with the measles vaccination, so that's part of your pet project of what you're pushing. Yes, yes, I was, I mean, I, I hate to sound self-aggrandizing, but I think a lot would, a lot of people would recognize me as being the world leader in the Orthodox community of pushing for vaccinations. And that happened back at the, during the measles, um, um, you know, uh, outbreaks that occurred in, and they've had in other communities also, but they've happened in the Orthodox community. But in terms of pushing what goes on in Lakewood, I'm actually in quarantine. So I can express to people, you know, electronically, uh, you know, what I think she, they should do. I can write some letters or videos, but um, I'm not out there in the community. I'm, I'm quarantined on my property. I want to squeeze at least one email question. Paulette writes, Doctor, how did you treat your COVID? What did you take at home? So I don't know that I had COVID. And I think there's a good chance I did not have COVID. I think I probably just had a garden variety bronchitis. But nevertheless, and I did tell this to the press, um, I took hydroxychloroquine, uh, just just prophylactically. Now, the the, uh, the normal dose is two tablets twice a day, and I think it's one tablet twice a day after that for like four days. I just took one tablet a day, just in case. And I also have been taking zinc now since this uh, this thing started. Um, but I don't I don't think I had COVID. Um, you know, really, I didn't have I did not have most of the symptoms. And the cough I had was was like I said, COVID gives a dry cough. I had a wet conductive cough. Um, so I think it was bronchitis, but uh, we'll see. Now, the thing is, if my antibodies for COVID come back negative, you know, there are people that have it, have had the infection and they don't end up with antibodies. So I don't really know. Well, we'll listen, see. Well, listen, good luck with that. We look forward to get some great results. I want to thank you for all that you do. Dr. Richard Roberts is a doctor of internal medicine, doctor of biophysics. He's a mega donor to the Republican Party, to uh, President Trump, uh, very active in the communities, fighting anti-Semitism, we heard in Jackson Township. And uh, he's just involved in so many aspects, especially in Lakewood, but beyond. The, uh, so we want to thank you for being with us. If people want to watch your YouTube channel, how can they find it? I go to YouTube and you search at DR period Richard Roberts. I do want to caution you. It's a funny thing. There's another Dr. Richard Roberts, and he's an evangelical Christian who is the son of Oral Roberts, and he's now the leader of the like Oral Roberts, um, you know, evangelical empire. Uh, that's not me. Have you reached out to him? It may be an interesting uh, working together. Dr. No, Roberts, I never Dr. even. I'm going to recommend. That's very funny. I never, I never even thought of it. Um, I just do my thing. But so, but he, at, at he probably yeah, similar, you search for YouTube. It, he probably similar, he's probably has similar values. You know, the evangelical Christian working very well with the Orthodox Jewish community. So, maybe we can do a meeting on the air. That'll be our next broadcast. <laughs> we'll get to Dr. Roberts and Dr. Roberts, right? Anyway. Right. <laughs> Anyway, we appreciate uh, your being on the air, and we look forward to having you back. And thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me, Zev. All the best to you and to your listeners. That's about all the time we have. Reminder, we're 24 hours a day, talklinenetwork.com, talklinenetwork.com. 
at 24 hour day listen line 641-741-0389 please patronize our sponsors and you can download the Jewish radio app on your phone in order to be connected to us and we're 24 hours a day you can also email me zevbrenner at gmail.com thank you for listening speak on the radio tomorrow night we're on WSNR 6.20am beginning at 7pm have a wonderful night thank you for listening thanks for listening Thank you for listening to TalkLine Communications Network, America's leading Jewish radio and TV network since 1981. This concludes Jewish programming for tonight. For continuous nonstop Jewish broadcasting, please go right now online to TalkLineCommunications.com. For more information on all of TalkLine's Jewish radio and TV shows, please call 212-769-1925 or email info at TalkLineCommunications.com.